Hi, welcome to Pacific. 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 This is Lead the Pack. 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 Lead the Pack podcast. Welcome to the Lead the Pack podcast by Pacific University, the first College 101 podcast brought to you directly from the source. I'm your host, Xavier Harvey, and today we are continuing on with our counselor series, and we have another awesome counselor. We have Justin McRobert. He is our transfer counselor. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am, yeah, let's just get started, man. You know, like I, like most people who listen to this probably know by now, I was a student here. So when I was probably, I think it was probably my junior, senior year, there was every once in a while I'd see a dude with a nice, luscious red beard walking around campus. Um, you know, at that time you were still working in the mailroom, but um, yeah, can you kind of just give me your history on how you, one, got to Pacific in general from the mailroom and then how you even got into um, the admissions office with us? Yeah, so uh, my pathway to Pacific was actually as uh, an employee, um, and then I did take, uh, I did do some coursework as well, um, but kind of jumping back, so I had worked in the, uh, in the local area school district as an instructional assistant. And uh, after uh, about six years, I kind of needed to take a little bit of a break um, from that. And so I ended up taking a job as a shuttle bus driver for Mm. Pacific University. Um, So having the two campuses, uh, they wanted a solution for people to drive or to uh, ride between the two locations of Mm. of Force Grove and Hillsborough, two of our um, uh, larger campuses. And uh, they're about six miles away for those that are listening and don't know. So I would make that trip back and forth about five times uh, during the day. Um, As time went on, that started to trim down and uh, I started doing some uh, light maintenance work as well. And uh, eventually ended up through some restructuring, ended up over in the mailroom. So I worked in the mailroom and had continued to do that for uh, a few years as well. Um, at the same time that this was going on, I was actually finishing up my bachelor's degree. Um, and then I went on and started working on my master's and finished my master's as well. Um, all while working in the mailroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> and how long have you been with admissions? So I've been with admissions. This is my fourth year with admissions, uh, working specifically with transfer students as a primary population. Awesome. So to my understanding, you were also a transfer student. Um, So can you kind of, uh, you don't necessarily have to go into detail about the school, but can you kind of just go into a little bit of what your experience was like, what that mindset is like as a transfer student? Yeah, absolutely. So I, my, I'll just kind of jump back in my, my own route is a little bit interesting. Uh, First gen student, uh, dad's a truck driver, uh, mom's an instructional assistant. So I had always thought that I was just going to go to work. That was kind of my mindset in high school. I didn't even take the SAT or ACT because, again, I was just going to get a job. Um, I actually got selected for a congressional exchange program to uh, live over in Germany and go to school for uh, an academic year. And after I came home, great experience, 
you know, ready to take on the world. My dad said, you know, what are you going to do now? And I said, I'm going to get a job thinking that's what we do. And he said, you might want to take a few classes at, at PCC or Portland Community College. Mm-hmm. So that started out with, I'll take a couple of classes in business because business won't hurt. I can use it in, in my job. And all of a sudden, I actually started to fall in love with education. Yeah. Um, before that, I saw education kind of as a function and like going to class to graduate, going to class to be able to pass, to be able to get the diploma and walk across the stage and then enter the real world. And for once, education actually started to kind of get my mind going and I actually really enjoyed it. So I started out with those business classes, started taking some social science, psychology uh, those courses and uh, ended up actually transferring to a degree completion program. Uh, that degree completion program ended up being really great, but what I was missing was a bunch of extra elective credits. So I tell people that my transfer experience, I actually have uh, four different institutions and uh, CLEP and Dante's, which is a way to test out of classes in my degree. Um, uh, so it took me a much longer time than, uh, you know, most people. And uh, to kind of quote the, uh, I believe it was Tommy Boy, then they said, uh, there's a lot of people who go to college for seven years. And yeah. uh, David Spade's response was, yeah, they're called doctors. Um, so I did not, uh, I took kind of the long and windy road, uh, yeah. working full time or better than full time all the way through my educational journey. Yeah. Um, and so that's my experience with the, tra- as being a transfer student was really rough. Uh, yeah. I just kind of stumbled through it on my own. Didn't really, if people were talking to me about giving advice, I wasn't really listening I was thinking that I kind of had it figured out. So um, while also not having any clue what I was doing. Right, right, right. I mean, and I think your experience really translates well into what you do, because I mean, um, in meetings that we have on a weekly basis, um, you just do a really good job with the transfer students. And obviously, I can understand why you might have like, you know, a soft spot for those kids who are going through a lot of different things and we have no clue what their situation might be. But what is it that kind of uh, what's your favorite part of being on the transfer side of admissions? Well, like you said, like it really is the individual, Um, you know, each transfer student is kind of their own uh, special case. Like some students are coming in and they have uh, lots of academic credit that they've earned uh, from a single institution, uh, you know, coming from a community college and they want to finish it a four-year. I have other ones that are coming in and they have five different institutions uh, trying to patch together a degree. And so each one kind of presents a a unique uh, conversation, unique set of challenges, and a unique set of goals. Uh, That's the great thing about Pacific is having as many different areas of study uh, we're not getting every single person who comes in as a transfer looking for the same degree pathway. Right. Uh, so that really, that really kind of sets it apart. Um, also, just the students, they have uh, a broader range of experience um, just because of the, the timeline, the age. Uh, some of those students are coming in and they're 
I think my oldest one this year is 64 that's coming. Um, has right. not finished the degree and said, hey, this is something I really want to do. Right. Um, you know, youngest is 17. So uh, it really is a range of experiences, a lot of military uh and those all add value into the classroom as well. And hearing that back from faculty that not every person in the classroom is coming from the same perspective mm-hmm. adds a greater level of diversity in, in the room, which makes the conversations better, which makes the education better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was uh, really important when, even when I was a student, especially in the classes where they were really discussion based, um, you know, most of the students on campus are going to be traditional students, meaning they're going to be coming directly in from high school and they'll stay here for four years. But um, we had a, we did have a lot of students. I mean, I'm thinking off the top of my head, two of my best friends that I ended up graduating with were transfer students, um, people who I still keep in touch with now. One of them being uh, uh, one, one of them being a 55 year old military guy. I don't know if you remember him. And then my friend who's my age, but, you know, she was same thing, went to a couple of different schools. Um, yeah, can you kind of just touch more on how the, the different paths that can lead you here? We have some kids who are military, some kids who are this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, can you kind of touch on that a little more for us? Yeah, for sure. So um, sometimes transfer students, people think of it as, as kind of this, they went to a community college, uh, you know, a two-year school, and then they're transferring and getting their degree. They're finishing their bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty common group that we work with. And to kind of put it in perspective, we're unique within our peers. About 20% of our overall student population are transfer students every year, um, which is about twice what our our nearest competitor is. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is actually a culture that really supports the transfer students. And so that helps in, in getting the wide range of students. So not only do we have our community college, local community college, that want to finish their degrees here or go on and do graduate programs here. Uh, those students, that's part of that that population. Another group is going to be the ones that actually went to a different school um, and they realized that they didn't actually get what they wanted at that other school. Um, so sometimes that's, you know, big state school. Um, they thought they wanted to go for the big experience. Uh, and then they realize when they get there that they're not making friends and connections and the people that they met in one class, they don't see again. Right. Right. Uh, and those kind of big experiences also have downsides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for that, um, that's another population of the ones that are coming in and saying, Hey, I actually fell in love with Pacific, but I didn't go here. Can I come here now? Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to kind of help them through the process and, and help them find that that fit that they really are looking for. Uh, another one are the ones that want to uh, finish for a specific pathway. So they want to come in, they want to finish their degree, and then go on to one of our graduate programs. Uh, and we're very transfer friendly for a lot of those programs. Mm-hmm. And that really helps kind of set them up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you kind of are touching on this a couple of times, you know, what what resources do we have for these transfer students? You know, I think the fact that we have twice as many as our nearest competitor means that not only are we doing something good on the front end, but we're doing something good that's tracking them on the back end. So um, off the top of your head, do you know what types of resources that we offer that are a little more on the unique side? Yeah. So a couple of them are 
first of all, in our office, having people that are actually dedicated to working with transfer students. Okay. Most yeah. schools, it's a secondary or a tertiary uh, item that a counselor is working with transfer yeah. students. Mm. So having somebody who's actually in there, who's been through their shoes, wanting to really help them, um, a lot of work has been has done has been done before I even came on, um, and so I kind of am getting to to ride a little bit of that wave, if you will. But uh, you know, the hard work in building out those populations. Um, the another like great resources after they kind of come through the admission side or they start talking to us, we actually offer uh, pre transfer advising, um, which is is really unique. So they can actually work with an advisor before they're even admitted mm -hmm. to find out what a timeline to completion looks like to see how their classes will likely end up transferring uh, yeah, to kind of get an idea. And we can even do this, you know, multiple terms out. I've had students that really wanted to come here, but they needed to go to the community college first. And we built out a pathway for them to actually take what classes to take while they were there that would then end up transferring in seamlessly. So that's another huge advantage. So you're about a high school student coming to you, doing this, going back to their community college, they get all the prep work for that, and then they get to come back. Right. So I've had, I have students every year that are, they're students that are coming out of high school. Um, their GPA is a little bit bruised, a little bit beat up. Uh, and so they can't really come here as a first year student. So we set them up on a pathway where they can go uh, put in the work and yeah. we can actually bring them back even in a year if yeah. they've done the work. And, you know, they're seeing significantly higher uh, merit level scholarships. Yeah. And again, that's if they're putting in the work. Um, yeah. But that's kind of my deal is if somebody's going to put in the work, I'm going to help put in the work on my side. I want to be there to help them if they're if they're doing that. Um, and the same thing goes with advising. They love working with students to get them on a on a clean pathway to Pacific, mm -hmm. because it makes the transfer a whole lot easier later on. Mm -hmm. uh, and the students actually vested; they want to finish their degree. Uh, right. So that's a huge huge advantage. Another one is the uh, offer the uh, the Office of Transfer Support Services. Mm -hmm. um, run by Denise, uh, does a great job working with current transfer students. Uh, she also manages and runs the transfer student lounge. Um, so we actually have a space on campus specifically for transfer students, right. uh, as well as our many other centers. That one ends up being a really good spot for uh, transfer students coming from all over that come together and they kind of share in a unique experience. Right. to be able to get to know another population. Um, and what is unique at Pacific, I do have to say with that kind of a side note, is that we really see a really good integration into the campus life and campus experience. So transfers are not held off on their own. Um, they do have that space if they want to utilize it, but most end up joining other clubs, organizations, sports, um, just like a, a student who started their first year here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's awesome. And, I, and like you said, uh, I had plenty of friends who were transfers, meaning they were easily um, integrated into not only just the classrooms, but the social life of the school, too, which I think is huge. Um, you know, a couple of them had gone to multiple schools and it was very obvious that that was not the case. So the fact that we were able to do that 
like I said, on the front end and on the back end too. I think that's really awesome. Um, what uh, what are some general tips? You know, obviously we can't get into too much detail because I know you were saying um, transfers are so specific on their situation. But what are what are some general tips that you would give to any student who is considering transferring into Pacific? Yeah, so I'll kind of start with the uh, the general. If you're going to transfer somewhere. Um, if you're a, let's say, just jump back in your eye, uh, uh, a, a high schooler that's going to be starting at a community college, okay. I tell people to fall in love with the school as a first year and see how transfer friendly they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall in love with that school, see what they can do. And if it doesn't work and they end up going to a community college or that's a better option for them, then they already have a mindset on where they want to go. We get students every year that want to go to Pacific, and that's that's how they kind of first get their foot in the door. Uh, and then we can do that pre-transfer advising. We can do those things on a much longer scope. Um, the other thing that I tell people with transfer students, as far as the general tips, is think about what you want to do and then work with the professionals in that field that are helping people do that. Um, so talk with your admissions person. Talk with advising find out what that timeline to completion is. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a big question. A lot of people want to know how their credits will transfer. Um, And that can get a little bit muddy at times, but really that question of how long will it take me to complete? Right. And then is that within the timeline that I want? Mm -hmm. Also, is there anything else I should take prior to coming? So if you're talking to us in the fall and you're going to be there for another couple of terms or another semester, there might be classes that our advisors will recommend that you take that then will decrease your timeline at Pacific and um, will make it a smoother transition. Uh, and so it's just kind of a conversation um, and starting that early in the process really helps. Uh, the other one is, you know, applying for outside scholarships in the process. Uh, there are outside scholarships. There's outside organizations that really help transfer students. And those things are, great to kind of invest in and put your time in uh, because it makes the decision easier in the, in the end. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, thank you so much um, for kind of giving us that inside scoop on transferring in. Um, Like I said, guys, I'll put all of his information at the end or in the description for this episode, but um, we're really good with transfers. Justin is an amazing transfer counselor and he does good work all the time. Um, But that is the end of this episode. Justin, do you have any um, final words or comments that you want to say to some of these potential Pacific boxers? Yeah, I would just say, don't think that being a transfer student is going to change your outcome. You're not going to get a Pacific degree with an asterisk on it that said that you came in as a transfer. Invest yourself fully when you come in. Join clubs. Join something that scares you a little bit. Grow as an individual and uh, and take advantage of the time that you do have here. Um, you'll get those benefits of being a Pacific student uh, immediately when you arrive. But if you take your time to get involved, then you're not going to get as many of them. So, uh, yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Justin. For sure. Lead the Pack Podcast.